the same God who made a way. It's the same God. And He's in this room right now. Even in my darkest moments, this will be the truth. God, I'm holding on to you now, Scott. Formby, Joey Phillips, Bonnie Stringer, Judd Bryant, Cindy Pinson's granddaughter, Wendy May, Brother Dickie, Jane Lay, Cindy, and Ellie. The stories of the Bible were more than sufficient. The story of David slaying a Goliath, a giant against all odds, was enough for an undersized guy like myself. The story of Daniel sitting in the lion's den was enough for me. Because what God could have done was just killed the lions, but instead he made the enemies of Daniel be at peace with him. Because what God could have done and can do is take the easy way out in some of our situations. And it would have been fine. But what God does is he goes above and beyond. And the books of the Bible were enough But just in case you might be a little hard-headed like myself, He also brought you through some of your own trials. He also put you in some lion's dens, and He made the enemies at peace with you there too. He arose some giants in your life, and you were more than able to conquer them. The Bible stories were enough But God went ahead and did a a story in each and every one of our lives. He's more than able. He's a more than able God. 
He doesn't stop at just helping you get the victory, but he helps you overcome it. And he says, never look back because I've given you the victory. So I don't need another reason. I don't see, I don't need to see another miracle. Even if I don't see another miracle for the rest of my life, that's more than enough because I know the God that I serve. The vision is still present. The will of God is still there. And that's more than enough for me. You don't have to give me anything else because God, I've got a hold of you. And the God that never changes and never quits and never quits loving you and is more than able is always going to be a firm foundation. And so these prayers, these requests, God, I come to you and feel free to come to the front if you have any need at all. Our ministers and some brothers and sisters will pray for you. Lord, I come to you though with my brothers and my sisters with the utmost faith and belief, God, that you will meet these needs according to your will. And Lord, not because it's necessary for us to keep following you, but Lord, we just understand the God that we serve is more than able. We understand the God that we serve isn't just going to stop at the first victory. Isn't going to just stop after one trial has passed. But Lord, even in my darkest moment, you are there for me. Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us. And Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over our community and our nation and our world, Lord. In your great name, Jesus' name. Lord, you are you lift it high in this place. Oh, Lord, we want you. No one else will do.
some of the things that are going on in August and in early September. Today, tonight, this was today, Brother Rick and Sister Vondelay Robinson are here with us, and that is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Very grateful that they are here. Love them a ton. And then also today was the Children's Church Back to School celebration, so I'm sure that's going great. And then also today, your monthly mission pledge deadline is due, so make sure to get that turned in. And then also, jams is happening every Wednesday evening. So kids, remind your parents, you do not want to miss that. And then the 1st of September, Journey Girls Meeting at 107 at 7 p.m. And for any other information regarding that, Journey Girls, uh, please contact Sister Gabby. And then men, the 8th the night is our North Texas District Men's Conference in Calvary at Calvary Pentecostal Church in Euless. The registration is already open online at eventbrite.com, so make sure to go check that out. And then the 10th is Youth Sunday, and Brother Josh Tingley will be here with us in service. And so that is going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. You do not want to miss that at all. And then also, we are doing a, a superhero night, a memorable night for in the place of our fall festival this year. And candy slash money donations, whatever you feel, are still needed. And so if you have any, any questions about that, please contact Sister Christy or Brother Lynn English. They'd be more than willing to, to get you information about that night because it's going to be a great time. And then, man, let's just take our offering. My goodness, getting a little cotton mouth up here because I, I'm running out of water and running out of saliva. My goodness. Let's. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Lord, I thank you so much for your evident spirit here tonight. Lord, I pray that we would step out in faith and maybe get a little uncomfortable with some of our worship and our praise. Lord, I pray that you would bless this people as they give to you in your great name. Jesus, amen.
of Jesus has been activated tonight. The power of the resurrection is in place tonight. The Word of God has already set itself to deliver, to heal, to empower. We are not here accidentally. The Lord has called us together to be the sheep of His pasture, and we are going to furnish this world the glory that belongs to the shepherd. You can be seated. This morning, uh, I had the opportunity to go back to Telford. And uh, it was a different opportunity. I wasn't scheduled to preach. Uh, I was just filling in for the chaplain all day. He had an emergency and had to go out of town. So I thought, well, it's going to be an easy day. You don't have to get nothing prepared. But I was prepared to minister one-on-one. That's what my mind was set. All right, you just go do this one-on-one. So as I walk in, I realize that hell does not want us there. The devil does not want us there because he tried to interrupt everything he could possibly do Everything on the radio, they was they was having the gas inmates today. They were just they were carrying them out on stretchers. Hell was just running rampant. And all I could think about was when Jesus pulled up on the shore and all them spirits, they're like, Whoa, what what have we ever done to you? What have we and that's what I feel like when I walk into that place because the enemy does not want us there. But it was a beautiful day. Uh all throughout the day. I mean, we didn't get out till almost 5 o'clock. I don't know what time. Normally, I should have got out like at 2. But they, they just kept messing up, kept messing up. And the enemy was trying to get me discouraged because spending 10 hours, I got over there about 6.45 and got out at 4.45. 10 hours over there. And so that's what the enemy wants to do is he wants to get us confused and he wants to distract us on what we want to do. And as I was standing here tonight, God was speaking to me, and he's like, if you'll just get out and worship. If you, and I didn't feel like, I was like, man, I'm just tired. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. But this lady sitting here beside me, she grabbed my hand, and the, the, God knew what I was struggling with today. He knew everything, but she grabbed my hand, and she wanted to go down there and shout. And I'm thankful for God that provided me with a wife. Whenever I don't feel like it, whenever I'm like, no, this is not it. This, I'm just tired, God. I've been up since 4.30. I don't have it in me tonight, Lord. Just, I just want to just relax right now. But church is no place to relax. That prison is no place to relax. I got to, to minister, do a lot of work. Even though the enemy kept me there throughout the count today, but what he didn't realize is that I got to minister one-on-one and, and then after when they just kept staying and staying and they just kept coming in and kept coming in. And one, one little story, this guy, he come in, he was, he's very disturbed. And he was, he was just, the, I, don't, I can't even tell you, they, they have to agree with so many religions over there. And what I told this gentleman, I said, look, the guy that sits in that chair in this chair, I don't, they have to accept every religion that comes in here. I don't. I said, I had my Bible laying right there. I said, this right here is what I believe in. And all your problems, I promise you, Jesus will take care of all your problems right now. The God that I serve, the Jesus that I serve, all that weight that you say that you've got lifted on, on your shoulders, I said, the God I serve, he'll take that away from you right now. 
this man, and I, I, I give a challenge to a guy because he's, he's, he's actually been uh, struggling with this. And like I said, I, it was some far off stuff I've never heard of. Some of the really, he said, well, we used to be Christian, but now we're more liberal. And I said, no, sir. I said, you can't be more, you've got to accept Jesus. I, I told him, I said, he's a jealous God. He don't want any other gods. You can't serve this, this, and this and expect to have all this weight lifted off of you. I said, but if you'll follow what I'm trying to tell you right now, he left, but I know that that was just a seed planted today. And so next time I go back, I hope to see him back, and I hope to see that somebody's been watering the seed because I pointed him out to several guys today. I'm like, look, this guy needs Jesus. This guy needs Jesus. So, so when I go back and whenever it is, uh, we're going to do something else. But while I'm thinking about it, Sister Dot, these men over there in that prison, they have these prayer requests. And there's many different organizations that go in over there. But they saved these for this church. They said, we want the ladies of your church to pray over these. They can feel your prayers. So here's a stack from at least a month. But I've got my own little mailbox right there. And they said, we're not letting nobody take these. It's only yours whenever you come in. So it's, it's going to be once a month probably. But there's a whole stack. Don't let me forget to give them to you. But these them men over there, they depend on this church and I depend on this church. And I'm just thankful for the opportunity to give back to God because I'm a blessed man. What an awesome evening in the presence of God. I'd like for Brother Robinson to come and maybe her to come and sing another song. One of the things that could happen in the next few minutes is healing number one, but also a transformation of thought patterns for others and for others a true vision of where your abilities is going to take you in the next upcoming days. So I, I want them to just sing and let Brother Robinson say whatever's on his heart. I told him if you just cut loose preaching, we're here. Whatever we just believe in God to do what he said. I will be there. I will deliver thee. I will give you information that will put power over serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means harm you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a huge mountain of promises and when you take advantage of it and climb to the top of that mountain, you look down on all that stuff and understand, I got on top of it by the blood, the word, the name, and the power of the Holy Ghost and brothers and sisters that helped me. So, Brother Robinson, take your liberty, and uh, you going to let her preach first? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Just run the aisles. <laughs> He is worthy, right? God deserves every praise. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And he said, too, don't get tired of doing the right thing. Don't get tired of planting the seed. In this heat, it's, it's harder. And in the wintertime, it's harder weather-wise. And some seasons in certain countries are harder. But don't give up. He deserves all the praise. And he said when we lift him up, something's going to happen. 
And something has already happened in this place tonight. Amen. Every praise belongs to him. Gonna sing this in Turkish, then we'll all sing it together in English, okay?
Well, I feel the presence of the Lord. Come on, I feel the presence of God in this house. The scripture says where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. You ever feel like you're anchored to that chair? You ever feel like you, your hands are just stuck to that pew? Don't. You ever feel like you're just stuck in that place and you, you just, well, you know, somebody's having a good time. I wish it was me. Can I get a witness out there? I want to tell you, we're family. I said, we're family. We have the same Father. We have the same Spirit. We have the same anointing. We have the same hope. We have the same promise. We have the same Jesus. I want to tell you, there is liberty in the presence of God. I encourage you to exercise your liberty. Somebody get loose. Somebody... Break free from that chair, from that pew, from that position, from that fear, from that doubt. Somebody. Oh, let's have a little victory in the house tonight. Let's have a little freedom in the house tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody touch him right now. Somebody touch the hem of his garment. Somebody get a hold of Jesus. Somebody get a hold of the liberty of the Holy Ghost. Somebody get a hold of the power of God that is in this house. Hallelujah. He said, in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon Sometimes we misunderstand. We allow the problems of life and the cares of this world to interpret scripture differently than what God intended for it to be. He said, all flesh. That's everybody in here. The young and the old. The strong and the weak. The rich and the poor. Those who are weak in spirit. It is for you. He said he would pour his spirit out upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters. I want to tell you there's something in this house and there is something in you. There is a freedom of God that you can enjoy. Mm. Sit down for just a minute. Some of you may be getting tired. I want to tell you, I get to feeling better. I come to church sometimes tired, but I get to feeling better. I get, sometimes I'm weary in the flesh. We travel, we preach in a lot of places. We carry a heavy load, a burden for people in many languages and countries. And I come into church sometimes and I've, I'm just weak, but I'll tell you, when I begin to feel the presence of God, I find a new strength. I find a new hope and a new joy. I find I'm renewed in purpose when I'm in the presence of God. David said, I feel like I could run through a troop. A few years ago, I might have jumped over one of them pews. I think it'd be wise I don't. 
when you see these things come to pass, look up. Redemption draweth nigh. Salvation is coming. He's about to pour out his spirit again in the way that he did 2,000 years ago. We're not just hanging on. We're on the front line. We're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, called of God according to his purpose, equipped. Oh, I wish you could feel what I feel right now. I'm telling you, we're about to see the greatest event that has ever taken place upon the face of this earth, and that is Jesus Christ revealing himself again in power and in spirit in these last days. We're about to see the anointing of God fall upon our friends and families, upon our cities and in our churches. You better believe the whole Bible. You better interpret the Bible according to the will of God. When he says the word is of no private interpretation, he is meaning he interprets his own word. Power in the Holy Ghost. Liberty in the spirit. Joy in the presence of God. I go to Ephesus several times every year. Paul came into Ephesus and he began to preach Jesus Christ and Christ crucified. And when he did, there were signs and wonders and miracles. The power is in the preaching of the name of Jesus. It is in the word of God. Ephesus was a wicked City. You've never been to a place as wicked as Ephesus was. Trust me. Spirits of darkness, witchcraft, every form of deviation, alternate lifestyles, sacrifices. One man came into that city and began to preach the name of Jesus. They had a revival. They had a revival so great it says that all of Asia, they didn't have telephones. They didn't have newspapers. They didn't have telegraph. They didn't have internet, Facebook, Instagram. What are, what do you, what do you use? Instagram. They didn't have Instagram. You'd be lost. The power of God was so great in that revival in Ephesus that everybody in the region was talking about it. People walking down the road and they said, hey, have you heard Paul preach? Hey, have you heard the name of Jesus? Hey, quit going to those places looking for relief and help. People came from all over the world to that city. God chose it. He prepared it. They came there. For healing, witchcraft, darkness, sacrifices to all the gods. But the word got out. The first miracle, 
the word got out. Historians say that Paul had at least a 10% conversion in that wicked city. What's the population of this city? Close to 40. 26. You know, that's about the way the historians talk about Paul in Ephesus. Ten percent of it. Ten percent of it. Y'all, y'all hear me? If they had the kind of revival that Paul had in Ephesus right now around the world, that would be about 800 million. Oh, ye of little faith. I'm telling you, God's about to open up the windows of heaven. He's about to kick down the doors and tear down the walls. He's about to pour out his spirit again. He's about to reveal his glory and his magnificent power one more time just before the trumpet sounds. He's about to unleash the power of heaven. In the last days. I don't know what Al Gore will do when he feels the presence of God. I don't know what Joe Biden will think when the anointed of God touches him. But I've read the word and I believe it. Somebody hear what I'm saying right now. By faith, we know that God created the heavens from nothing. You got any flat earthers around here? You know, people are going back to the flat earth theory. I've run into a couple of friends that are, oh, oh, oh. You know what it is? They cannot conceive how that God could create this world 24,000 miles in circumference and that we're standing on the outside of this giant ball. Science, can, they try. X, Y, Z plus minus times. And they're going to tell you how, how gravity holds us to the... There's some things about God you can never want to understand. But here we are. Traveling 1,000 miles an hour on the outside of this globe by faith. By faith we know. By faith we understand. By faith we see. And I want to tell you, by faith, I'm telling you, there is a revival coming that is going to sweep this globe from the north to the south and the east and the west. There is a revival coming that is going to touch the lives and the hearts of all humanity. I'm not telling you they're going to repent. I'm telling you God's going to touch them. Why did Noah preach 120 years? Because God was not willing that any should perish. 
time and time again. Repent. Repent. Time and time again. Year after year. I want to tell you, it's the same God. He has not changed. He is still wanting people to repent. He's wanting to bless. I've got friends, they want me to pray God will bless them. I said, look, the blessings of God are real simple. Go right back to Cain and Abel. He said, Cain, why are you so distraught? If you do right, He said, if you'd do right, I'll bless you. You know, sometimes we think that the Cain's sin was murder. Read the scripture again. God said, if you'll do right, I'll bless you. But he said, if you continue in this way, your sin will devour you. You know, they tried to conquer Rome. Several mighty armies tried to conquer Rome. They came by the tens of thousands, by the hundreds of thousands. None of them were successful. Then Nero comes along and he, he found a few Christians who would not bend. They wouldn't bow. They were not afraid to die. He brought them into the Colosseums. The scripture says they refused deliverance because they wanted a more excellent resurrection and because those few Jesus name apostolic one God tongue talking believers died in a Colosseum with no fear, Rome fell. I said Rome fell. It destroyed itself. It burned to the ground. Their idols burned. Their temples burned. The city fell apart because a few apostolic people refused. Somebody hear what I'm telling you tonight. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the word of Jesus. There is power in the Bible. There is power in this house. There is an ability in this house to bind every chain, to break every spirit, to turn this city upside down. There is enough Holy Ghost here for whatever you need. You know, I could use a little bit more of that music. Yell. Jam a little bit. I'm telling you, church, it, it's time that we see the future. It's time that we get out of the miry clay. Y'all even know what that, y'all know that old song, he brought me out of the miry clay? Y'all know, you know what I'm talking about? I'm old enough to remember. Roads used to be dirt. 
and they put clay on top of them so it packed down and it made kind of a surface but when it rained when it rained that clay turned into it turned into massive amounts of bubble gum That's what that song was about. He brought me out of the miry clay. I was stuck yes. in a rut. He said, I had a hold of the pew and I couldn't let loose. I was sitting in my chair and I couldn't get up. I was stuck in a rut. And the liberty that I wanted was just right out there. Just a step away. The freedom that I was longing for. The freedom I was longing for. It was just outside the pew where I was sitting. The liberty that I was desiring. It was just a step away. Just let loose of the pew. Just get outside of my comfort zone. Just get into the presence of God. The spirit that I was
amazing group of people. What a great pastor and leadership. What a joy it is to be here with you. Man, it's hard to believe. I just remember this little kid running around on a golf cart. such a wonderful heritage we have such an amazing future we have such an amazing future I want to tell you you can make it you can make it Jesus says I have overcome the world be of good cheer you can too you can make it. Until we see you again, either here or up there. Hodebedekebedi. God bless you in Jesus' name.